0: Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital.
1: This is episode 59 of Boston lose Baseball. I'm Grant. He's Toby. Toby, your baseball odyssey continues. I think you're closing in on a trip to Wrigley,
2: right? I am. Tomorrow night, going, or tomorrow afternoon, I should say. Headed out to see the O's take on the Cubs out of Wrigley.
1: So I love Wrigley Field. Of the old, old, old ballparks, Fenway was awesome because it was iconic i did the tour and, and you know you get the, the nostalgia and, and just that historic feeling like you're in a museum which is cool but i thought the ballpark itself from the standpoint of like watching the game and, and being there left a lot to be desired i was not that big of a fan of fenway it's very small uh there's no room in the the concourse the the seats are like facing away from home basically your you're, the back of your head is to home plate in certain seats I loved Wrigley, though. I think Wrigley has aged well. The renovations have been awesome. Like, I love what they've done with it. To me, it's still
2: a top 10 ballpark in baseball. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't been able to go down there. I was scheduled to go down there a couple years ago, but then we had some family matters, so I wasn't able to make it to the ball game. So it'll be on my first time at the friendly confines, and I'm pretty excited about it. Excited to see some of the history. I know, you know, being out here in Wisconsin, I know how I felt at Lambeau Field, kind of seeing some of the mystique, and you see the names around there. I can only imagine what it's going to be like at Wrigley Field, just thinking about the guys that have played there throughout the years and all the history that's been a part of Wrigley Field. Yeah,
1: I think you'll dig it. All right, so a couple of things to get into here on and Loose Baseball Episode 59. Why don't we start with last night's Davy Martinez frustration. So yet again in Houston, the Nats are playing the Astros and the Trey Turner rule uh, with a base runner digging down the line, a throw from a catcher to a first baseman, is offline because of where the runner is and despite this being a different situation than the one that went against the nationals in the world series the result was the same which was that the nats got screwed it just feels like and we've seen this four five six times i mean in fact the the interview people here i did with dave jagler we go into that trade turner play and he references this is before the series started how five or six times since then like he he has seen this call and he still doesn't really understand what is supposed to be called. He just knows that it has gone against the nationals almost every time. And that's why Davey was so livid. I mean, it, it's very, very funny that every single time this play comes up, whatever the ruling is, whichever the crew is, however they perceive it, it almost certainly has gone against the nationals.
2: At this point, I'm not exactly sure how it is supposed to be ruled. Like I, I really don't understand it because you'd think that the Nationals would understand but it it seems like the ruling never really matters what the actual correct rule is it's just going to be against the Nationals whether it's the team that's fielding it whether the Nationals are the base runners it doesn't really matter and you know you look at just pictures of where Trey Turner was running down the line as opposed to where the Astros were last night and the Astros dude is on the grass. And Trey Turner was, if anything, barely on the grass. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense at this point with the interference. I don't understand the 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 way the rule is supposed to be laid out and how it's supposed to be officiated. I don't understand it. And it seems like every single time it goes against the Nationals, it's very frustrating at this point. And I love the fact that Davey Martinez decided to show up with receipts. He's like, you know what? I am not going to let this continue on. If it means I get fined, if it means I get suspended, I do not care. I am done with this call. And I'm glad that he decided to go into the press conference and do that after the
0: game. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Yeah, he's going to get fined a whole lot. I mean, you're not really supposed to challenge the umpires as much as he did. Obviously, I don't think I've ever even seen a manager bring receipts in terms of a still photo. Like, he goes into his office and I'm sure on his own prints off the picture or maybe You know, Kyle Brostowitz, the PR maven with with the Nationals, you know, gave it to him not to go to the press conference with, but just to show him, hey, here's what we saw upstairs. And he takes it with him into the presser. I'm not really sure how the, the specifics happened, but I don't think I've ever seen that. Like the last time I saw in a press conference, like documents being used, top of my head was like when Al Davis did that creepy press conference with the Raiders with Lane Kiffin where he was like reading like documents on an overhead in a poorly lit room. It was just so funny that Davy basically was like, I-, I am so tired of this. And he did the dramatic like tossing of the paper. Like David Letterman used to throw his, his blue card off toward the camera where he's like, I'm over it. He-, he showed his evidence and then he tossed the paper to the side, but I get his frustration. And, and I actually at times get annoyed with Davy for not doing enough of w- what that was last night. Like, I know that this is a losing season. It's a bad team. That this is a rebuild. Whatever. I need you to stick up for your guys. I, I need you to act like every at bat and every inning matters a ton. And I know it matters a lot to Davey. But I mean, how many times have we seen the Nats get screwed on bad calls at the plate, balls and strikes? There was yep. a game, you know, a couple of weeks ago where Lane Thomas got rung up on like two straight at bats when he had a hitting streak going. I'm pretty sure, um, and and he got called out on consecutive at bats. You know, on pitches that were like eight well, inches and, off the plate, it looked like. And, I was going to bring and, that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, like, Davey, Grant. where are you, man? Like, go throw a fit, go kick dirt, go get ejected. And it, he rarely does. Uh, but I just thought last night was great. It was like he reached his melting
2: point and he was livid. Well, and this is the second time that we've seen him get frustrated in a post game presser. You mentioned the Lane Thomas thing, and I was at that ball game, and after the game, he was being asked about it. Bobby Blanco of Madison asked him, like, Hey, man, some tough calls there for Lane Thomas. And Davey immediately said, no, they weren't tough calls. Let's be honest here. They were horrible. They were horrible calls. And so it's the second time, really, we've seen Davey do that. I don't know if it's, you know, his heart thing, so he doesn't want to get out of the dugout and get a little too fired up on the field. You know, he saw you saw the frustration at the end of last night's game, but obviously there's not a whole lot he can do in that situation after the game's basically been decided. But I would like to see a little more on field frustration, maybe get ejected, like you were saying, go after a couple guys. But, you know, I don't mind seeing some of this frustration post-game too. It's pretty fun to see and it's pretty pretty cool to see Davey get fired up like that.
1: Yeah, I know that Aaron Boone sometimes gets dragged by the New York media for you know how often he throws fits and gets angry. But I gotta be honest, like a little more of that. There's probably a somewhere the fader can go between Davey, who almost never goes out there and screams. And Boone, who it's almost like you expect it now anytime his team's getting bad calls against them. Uh, But I I just, I would file last night, which was my favorite Davey moment in a couple of years, into, I don't know if it'd be as Mount Rushmore. I don't know if this is an important enough sequence or season for that. Like, it was certainly one of my high watermarks in terms of my appreciation for, and my, my passion and pride I had in Davey being the manager of the ball club. Like, I felt really good about what he did. And there will be people that disagree or think he was wrong. And and for the record, I don't think last night was about the one play or the one call or that one, um, you know, ruling, so to speak. Like this keeps happening and there is no rhyme or reason. It's like the catch in football. Is it a catch? Is it not a catch or goalie interference in hockey? Like, I think his point is we now don't know what is and is not okay. You have told us we were wrong when the player was at first base, like with his foot on the bag last night, same situation. You said basically, Hey, he was already at the bag. So uh, he was safe. Same thing that happened to Trey Turner, but it was against us then. And I think his disdain for this rule is the inconsistency. The fact that each umpire seems to see it differently. And and if you heard what he was saying, I, I think it's more about like, maybe not that one call. I mean, I think he knows and thinks the call was wrong, obviously, but he said, "Get get it together. Like, fix this." His point is, we can't not know how this is going to be ruled. Like, if if we look at something and twenty nine other teams do, and we all come up with different opinions, we need to do something different. And I think he's spot on. I don't know how or when they get to this, but in in the past, Toby, think about it. Remember when there was like controversy on on the new rule at second base? I think it was a few years ago. I, I don't remember the specifics, but it was something like. You know, you couldn't slide uh, late and try to break up plays. And and they'd gotten rid of the neighborhood plays. So now the, the uh, infielder had to be on the bag. And we had a quick injury or two and collisions. And, and I remember, like, baseball didn't wait. They just said, okay. Like, this became a huge national story. Teams are angry. Like, we need to do something. And they, they in season, just kind of, from behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz came out and said, here's what we're doing. I think this might be on that level. I mean, it certainly is from a national standpoint, just because it seems like they're like 0 for 7 on these over the last few years.
2: Well, and to Davies' credit, like if you're trying to get this rule changed, showing up with a picture at your press conference and just going after the umpire and calling it horrible— that's the way to go about it. I mean, at this point, it's understandable why he's frustrated. I don't Honestly, we cover the Nationals. You know, we check out national baseball as much as we can. But, like, I don't see this happen as much in other games. But it seems like every time it happens in a Nationals game, it screws the Nationals. So, I understand his frustration. Maybe it's a bigger issue all throughout baseball. Or maybe it's just a Nationals issue. Either way, though, you'd love to see it fixed.